Hey y'all, I hope you're well. Welcome to another episode of Healthcare Boulevard. This is a podcast where we shine more light on healthcare and our goal here is to provide more options to people looking to choose healthcare as a career path, regardless of their background. My name is Sena Kakpomo and I am your host and creator here. I thank you for tuning in. I appreciate your support. Remember, you can tune in on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. All right. Welcome back again, y'all. We are on the mic today. Well, I'm on the mic. (laughs) And uh, we are going to be doing the preliminary uh, intro, just the raw intro of pharmacy as a profession. If you haven't, yeah, check out my next, uh, my last episode, which was our first episode on pharmacy uh, as a profession, and we I had a I had a pharmacy student on there, and we had a nice interview, getting a view of the this, the process essentially of getting into pharmacy school, and uh, she also gave us a a forward looking of um, what is to come thereafter. Um, so that was a great interview. It was a great episode, a great way to open up the um, the page on pharmacy. And so today is just me. <laughs> I don't have anybody else here with me. Um, and I'll go into just the, the, the basics, I should say, of pharmacy as a profession for anybody interested in in uh, the in the profession. So. As uh, as I mentioned before, I'll do it again. This I get most, if not all, of my information from the um, AAP, AACP. Now, while doing my research, I did, they um, they refer me to another website, which is uh, Pharmacy for Me. That org, and so and in that website is hosted by AACP, and uh, AACP stands for American Association of College of Pharmacy. Um, so they are the professional organization for the pro- that's a lot professional organization for the profession of pharmacy. But you get it's a lot of peace. Um, so let's do this. Let's do the thing. So what is a pharmacy? If um, pharmacist, what is a pharmacist? Pharmacists are medication experts who enhance patient care and promote wellness. They use their professional knowledge as pharmacists to prepare and dispense prescription prescriptions, ensure medicines and doses are correct, prevent harmful interactions, and counsel patients on the safe and appropriate use of their medications. So that's that that gives you much of what you need to know about pharmacists. Um, so that is what they do. I will want you to remember and I would I might say this multiple times pharmacists are found in so many different settings and nearly every setting you ha- you can f- uh, any any specialization you may think of for for medicine you can specialize in that for pharmacy and we'll get into that I'll give you some of those names later on so that is simply what a pharmacist does now the next question I would I will answer here today is what um how to become a pharmacist now 
I'm gonna start by taking this from high school. So you you finish your high school, you you have two to four years of uh, pre pharmacy study, and what that means, the reason it varies is unlike some other professions like um, med school or PA, you don't need a bachelor's degree. Um, it you it, it there, there may be some advantage to having a bachelor's degree, um, and and. And depending on what your route is, if you haven't even decided you wanted to do pharmacy school until you are already like close to finish your bachelor's degree, you may end up getting one anyway. Um, but what it is, the point is you don't need it. You don't, it's not required to have a bachelor's degree. As long as you have your prerequisites and you have your entrance exam. So the entrance exam is PCAT. And that stands for... Um, that's in for pharmacy college admissions test. That's the entrance test that most schools require. What I found is that that's about 80% of schools require PCAT. PCAT sorry, PCAT. Um, and that leaves you only about 15% that don't require PCAT. So though that is an option to get in without PCAT, the number of schools that require is so large that it's essentially like, yeah, you need a PCAT to get into pharmacy school. Now, if you are wanting to get into pharmacy school and you are a terrible test taker, I feel for you. I No, I really do. I am dealing with the same diagnosis in my life and that stuff. You can take your chance with applying to those 15% of schools that don't require PCAT. Of course, you're limiting yourself very greatly, so keep that in mind. Now, I will give you this resource, which is formcast.org, and uh, they give you. This is a great resource for anybody deciding on which schools to apply to and what what needs to be done and everything, because they have different directories for pharmacy programs, right? Um, and so I will take a look at this if you're somebody wanting to apply to pharmacy school or strongly considering pharmacy, um, I would definitely look at that. This is all about the schools and picking your school and it's a great resource for that. So that's all I'm going to say about that that resource. And I remember I will post all of these links on, on the description of this episode for you to look at. Okay, so... You did your, you got your prerequisites. Yeah, you, you got, you took your PCAT. You may or may not have your bachelor's degree, depending on which route you you're in. So you had the two to four pre P, uh, pharmacy. Now you get into pharmacy school, right? Yay! Congratulations. That's a big step <laughs> for any healthcare program. Um, so you're in pharmacy school. That's three to four years. I was actually under the impression that it's only four years. But it's interesting what you find when you do your research is that much like uh, PA school, the years can dif- can different can be different depending on whether it's an accelerator. So um, traditionally, it's four years, but there are some programs that offer accelerated options um, for you to just get it done in three years. Keep in mind that if you're going for that, that means less break period. So. Uh, <laughs> totally keep that in mind okay so preschool pre-pharmacy school you're going to pharmacy school you do three to four years of pharmacy school when you're done with schooling of pharmacy then you need to take your license 
um, you need to take your exam and pass your license, um, pass your exam and then get your license. The the name for the light for the exam here is NAPLEX, and that stands for North American Pharmacist Licensure Exam. So NAPLEX. So you take the PCAT to get in, you take the NAPLEX to become licensed. Um, once you're done with your licensure, you are like a full-blown certified pharmacist. Congratulations. You done done a lot of big things. <laughs> you did. Um, what you can do if you want to be um, adventurous in your career um, is uh, you have a couple options. You can do a residency, which is a, essentially a continued training and specialization in certain clinical setting, in certain or, or uh, sorry, certain patient populations or certain disease states. So, hematology pharmacist, cardiology pharmacist, um, neuropharmacist, psych pharmacist, OBGYN pharmacist. You get the point. So, that's residency. Now, you can, if you're not a big fan of the clinical setting, as a pharmacist, after being done and everything, you can do a fellowship. And the fellowship is uh, more focus on academia, um, research, or industry. So, now everybody wants to work with patients. Um, so, if you want to do pharmacy and you don't want to work with patients directly, that's an option for you. Um, so, uh, besides all of that, um, so that's it. You, you're done. You can, those are your options. Again, keep in mind that those uh, license, I mean, after the licensure, the, the residency and fellowship is not required. It's an option, much like going to specialize, specializing as an MD or specializing as a PA or specializing as an NP and so forth. So it's, the specialization is an option. Uh, but if that's something you see yourself in, it definitely is a great option for you. Okay. So what is a pharmacist? We did that. How did you get into pharmacy school? We did that. What, hap what options you have after pharmacy school? Check. The last thing I want to um, get into today, and because I try to make this episode short, I know my ep uh, interview episodes are long. So the last thing I want to get into today is this website. I, I mentioned it before, pharmacyforme.org. This is a great resource as well. I will look at I will look at this, um, and as Meg and a couple other folks I mentioned before when I had interviews, this is a great resource for you to get started. But try and try try to get hands on experience. Talk to real folks who are doing pharmacy. Maybe go to their work, work setting if they are allowing you to do that. Um, but that's why I enjoy having the, the interviews here. So that way you can get a glimpse at real-life pharmacists or real-life PAs and so forth um, in your ears, essentially. Um, so this, this what, what I'm trying to get over here is this gives you an idea of all the... It gives you essentially a list of all the different settings you can work in as a pharmacist. Um, and it's a very comprehensive list, I would say. So you can work as an ambulatory care pharmacist, a cardiology pharmacist, community pharmacist. So these are the ones that we are, um, we, we 
come a lot of us have come across right um so you your provider prescribe you uh, meds and you gotta pick it up pick it up at the pharmacist at, at the pharmacy likely you've either you directly talk to a pharmacist or they were part of the dispension of that medication for you um depending on now i know some some places setting they will have the pharmacy talk to you if the medication has certain things that you're not supposed to do or certain things that you have to do so i give you an example of metronidazole if you're prescribed metronidazole likely you may have a pharmacist directly tell you usually this will be in the written instruction but the pharmacist will directly tell you before you pick up that medication or oh, don't drink alcohol while you're on this medication or say you're given in the medicine again it's written it should be written anyway um that you know take it with food drink a lot of water all that good stuff but the pharmacist might also tell you that verbally before you leave that pharmacy in with your medication so community pharmacies are the ones a lot of us have come across um compound from oh wow compounding pharmacies what is that Compounding pharmacies work in high sterile control and safe laboratory, which can be independent or inside a medical facility. Hmm. Very interesting. Um, so you can tell I didn't read all of this before this. So I'm, I, I want to give you an idea of this, give you a taste of this so you can go ahead and take a look at it yourself if that's something you wanted to do. There's geriatric pharmacies, hospital pharmacies, infectious disease pharmacies, nuclear pharmacies, oncology pharmacies, pediatric pharmacies, and the list goes on. So, um, let's 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 end it there. Oh, the nuclear pharmacy is a cool one. So this they deal with uh, um, they handle radio pharmaceuticals. So that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to end it here. And uh, yeah, I'm. I try. This this is gonna be a shorter one. I'll end it here. I do. If you if you're so kind, I I will like. I, I'll present something to you that I'm thinking of doing. Let me know what you think of it. I want to. I'm aiming to create, and I already started a a quantitative thing to sort of quantify this professions which is very hard to do i know and and a part of me is like i shouldn't but i also know there are some of us who are very numbers quant uh, very quantitative versus qualitative um and that's that that's a great way to help sort of categorize or like get more information about the profession so i'm not sure how i will um dispense that information whether it's going to be with each or i'm going to have a whole episode of just putting so it's still in the works but if that's something you think that will make that will be useful for you to set, essentially have a number attached to each profession let me know in the comments i'll appreciate it um and it will it will help like if a whole lot of people are telling me no don't do that I, I'm dropping the pens. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm doing this for y'all. So if you, if you all think it's not going to be useful, yeah, that doesn't make sense for me to do it. So let me know what you think of that. Um, if you're listening to this on any platform, I'll appreciate a um, a review. Thank you. That's what I'm looking for. But other than that, you'll have a beautiful day. Adios. All right. 
that's all I have for you today. Thank you again for joining me. I appreciate you. Please subscribe, follow, like, comment, and share. And uh, stay blessed. Bye.